been waiting all day for Sunday night. So bad. It's a good song. It is not. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am the award-winning chef, Chris Fusen. Sitting across from me is the red-blooded American, Corey Florence. And two-time defending champ of fantasy football, ready to continue my reign and take on. Okay, that was about <clears throat> three or four seconds we didn't need. I'll quit in a couple weeks. Not, ju- not joining us on the show tonight is Captain Nate Brown, our third member. Uh, Captain Nate Brown is still overseas fighting for your freedom. That's right. That's right. He is fighting for your freedom to... Just quit your job. Okay. Thinking, thinking about it? Well, no, well, okay, maybe retire was the word I should have used. Oh. Still, We're going to jump right into it. It was like a quitting job. No, I don't want to jump into it real fast because it's a big either. booming news. Yeah, because we'll I got shit to talk about. <clears throat> but so, let's talk about what we were doing. This weekend, we went <clears throat> to the majestic, the poorly laid out uh, city of Dayton, Ohio. Also war-torn. Did you notice any of the uh, tornado damage? Yeah, on our friend Nick's yeah. house, yeah. No, no, no. When we were driving all through with all that bullshit we had to drive through. No, I was dodging. <clears throat> Apparently, the tornado also ran over the <laughs> highways. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty rough to watch or look at. Uh, yeah. Uh, friend of the but, show, uh, re- recurring guest of the show, Nick Massey, uh, lives in Dayton. In his house, you can still see remnants of a tornado <clears throat> that rolled through there just this year. Um and that's what happens when you file an insurance claim. The contractors just they just they just don't care. No, they really don't. So they're gonna take they're gonna take their time. They already know they're getting the money. Yeah. <clears throat> but whatever. That's beside the point. Uh Dayton, Ohio. I don't know how hard it is to be a city planner, because I've not been one, but I can guarantee you I could lay out Dayton, Ohio in a more cohesive fashion. So is is your beef with actually the city of Dayton and its townships that surround it? Or the fact that Nick took every country road, even though it wasn't a fucking country road, to get somewhere. No. He took a fucking scene of crap. So my beef is the fact that the entire city of Dayton and its surrounding subsidiaries, I guess is what you want to call it, are made up of small pockets of... They're almost like... It's a series of really small uh, one-horse towns off the interstate... Or like, what was the Route 66 or whatever? You know, those little pop-up towns that had a truck stop and a McDonald's. It's a series of those, but a very, but a, but a, an actual city. Like, and it's, so it's like you drive up and you see, bang, McDonald's, Thornton's, this, that. Then you drive through a cornfield and past a concrete warehouse or something like that. And then bang, Hardee's, Marathon, Thornton's, this. And then you drive for another four or five miles through some soybeans and uh, and a uh, fucking heavy equipment retailer. Yeah. And then bang. Like, it was, there was no... <laughs> there, there was, was the past couple family videos. <laughs> what? I said we passed a couple family videos, too. Family videos? Yeah. What are you talking about? The family videos were passed. Oh, oh, yeah, the video rental also store. Also known to most people in Harris County is a movie warehouse. Yeah, no, yeah, a move. Yeah, there are multiple video rental stores. And I don't know which one we were driving through that last go around on the way back to. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a Flint over there because that's what that one looked like. There was like 25 buildings and huge intersections and no windows, <laughs> and then like just cars really trying to get out of there. <laughs> 
So we had a we drove through a Flint. No, I, yeah, the layout's weird. No layout. Um, the lack thereof, I guess. Um, what's weird about them is them not they didn't do a good job of putting things in places like Kentucky does, for example. Like even your small towns have like the four essentials. So like all these four towns, unless we knew about it or unless you could see it off the main road, which we were kind of taking the main roads, didn't have your essentials. Like you'd come to one intersection. It was like houses, 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 CVS. Houses, 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 a gas station. Yeah. Houses, 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 family video. <clears throat> houses, 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 Marco's Pizza, which apparently is pretty up high up there now. But like, yeah. you could not, there wasn't like four things in one spot. Right. Like there was, uh, like each neighborhood had, um, like each neighborhood had their one store uh, that they could lay claim to. And the other neighborhoods yeah. had to drive a country mile just to get to them. Heaven forbid if you wanted to apparently go to a Walmart or Kroger. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen one the entire trip. If you wanted to get into a Costco, you're fucked. That being said, I almost memorized like half that crap. <laughs> <laughs> After I got uh, situated. But... <laughs> so, we tried to, I tried to drink my ass off. Uh, and I just, it's, I, I'm getting to this. work. I'm getting me. to this point where uh, when I go on trips with all my bros and stuff like that, like, we we eat so good that I can't get drunk. Yeah, I didn't get drunk at all this weekend. Does that make sense? Yeah, like yeah. I cannot get drunk because I eat so good. Pretty pissed I didn't get drunk this weekend. Yeah. Like, kind of pissed. We were so full. The first day we went up there, we went to a melt, which if you don't know what a melt is, basically I described it as a Red Robin, except everything's a grilled cheese. Pretty accurate? Yeah. All right. And I think one of our problems was we went and didn't finish eating until three. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a one to three trip there, and then we had reservations. <laughs> that was one. That was a one. First of all, that was a one. That was a twelve forty five to about two trip. I wasn't counting traveling time. No, I'm sorry, three forty five. Oh, okay, no, I am. I'm yeah. counting travel time and everything. <laughs> uh, we got done there at about two forty five, <laughs> three o'clock. We had reserv- dinner reservations at seven at a Brazilian steakhouse where we continued to. If I'm gonna pay anything over twenty bucks for all you can eat meat, I'm gonna eat about seventy five dollars worth of all you can eat meat. Oh, they lost money with us. I they guarantee they have. lost money with had us. Had to have. I ate so much steak. It's fucking insane. I know you've talked about Texas Day Brazil on this show before, but for those people who don't know, man, they literally they have they have a stop and go button, basically. <laughs> and there for a while we were on stop and they didn't care. <clears throat> there was Five dudes at once at our table. Yeah, they just trying to shove. At one point, you have three utensils basically. You have a fork, a knife, and and tongs. Uh, for the listeners, I usually have a fork in my right hand, knife in my left hand, just when regular eating. There was at one point, I had a knife in my right hand and tongs in my left hand. <laughs> a fork was on the plate, and I didn't know what to do. Like I looked at the dude, and I was like, I want this, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I do with my hands now? Yeah, you should have the, oh, what do they call them, gauchos? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I, I think know. that's what they call them. The guys handling all the steaks, is the servers, basically, their eyes fucking lit up when eight dudes rolled in there. Oh, yeah, they're like, <laughs> we're going to cut some meat. Yeah, we're going to cut some meat tonight, baby. And then I had, they were, uh, they were, a couple of them were Steelers fans, so me and they, we shot shit for a while there. Yeah. Um, and our, I, I would say this, there was a bunch of awesome, awesome food. And especially my favorite was probably uh, 
I don't know what it's called officially, but the Brazilian, whatever, the best thing that oh, Hugo the one that Hugo kept order. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, it was but it was good. But dude, the first thing they come out with, or second thing they come out with, that uh, like peppered chicken or something like that. Yeah, that was my second favorite. Really, of the entire thing. I like the ginger steak. It was incredible. Uh, I was real big on the. Uh, that glazed ham they had. The glazed ham was good. That was my dessert, actually. <laughs> uh, that and pineapple. <laughs> and um, they had a that swai fish was amazing. I didn't see. I didn't care for that. I, I, I was actually I was actually pissed. I didn't care for it. Maybe I got a bad piece or something. The red onion on top. <clears throat> and then they brought out a some fillet that was really good. And that was I kept going to that one because I kept getting the end pieces. Oh and yeah, it was yeah, delicious. Yeah. There was at one point, I don't know what it was, it came out, dude, the thing was still moving. I was like, fuck it, keep going. Because <laughs> like, I like, I don't mind, I, I'm, I like medium, medium rare. Yeah. I don't like fucking rare. Yeah. So, because, like, and, like, it was not warm. <laughs> like, not even a hint of warm. Like, room temperature was hotter. And I was like, well, and I, so what I did was I ate that piece and then <laughs> used other pieces that were more done yeah and soaked up the juices <laughs> and ate it and and what sucked about it was the sides were phenomenal and all that crap but you like fuck those sides i know they didn't do oh, they were so good but to be <laughs> fair yeah like my thing and that was the worst part for me was ordered a uh, nice woodford to go along with it <laughs> barely got to enjoy it yeah at all almost knocked it over like six times because of the meat and tongs and shit i was just crushing water the whole night I, that's what i should have done uh and it wasn't that bad it was nine bucks you know considering where you go that's usually about it's usually more than that actually yeah that's not bad yeah for woodford on rocks that's not bad <sighs> and the overall meal was cheaper than like a texas day brazil yeah i walked out with tip because they did that shit for him, which they shouldn't because i'm people like me is gonna get more but 56 bucks. I'll take that all day. I still tipped on top of the gratuity. I didn't. You didn't? Don't tell me what I'm t- paying you. That's, that's that's my beef. That's true. I know they had to do it, but whatever. Fuck, now I feel like I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Oh, well. That's I don't point of it. It's 20%. <clears throat> so, basically, we just ate our fucking faces off for the whole weekend. Um, had a badass cookout. Shout out to our boy, John. Man, we, we kind of, me and Chris kind of shat on him. Well, I feel bad, actually. That was one of the better burgers I've had at a cookout in a long time. It was one of the better brats I've had. Those were, those were hot dogs. No, they were brats. They're just standard beef brats. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they didn't have any like spice in it or anything like that. It was just standard beef brats. Basic biatch. Yeah. No, uh, his burgers. Uh, burgers were on fire. His burgers were. They were good. Shout out to his wife. She hooked us up. Uh, great hosts. Yeah, Ashley those. did work. Um, Ashley, y'all might know her as Bowman, but Ashley Gray. Uh, she did work. Um, we got to meet Bruce. That was the first time I think I've ever met Bruce. I've met him before. I think I met him before, but I don't, like, he was young, young. It was hysterical. Um, <laughs> he but, kept calling us Mr. Dad's friends. Yeah, we were Mr. Dad's friends. Which uh, I thought was adorable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they were phenomenal hosts. Uh, I would, wouldn't mind going back there again. That was, like, that's, that set up with a shade from Man's Tree is 100 years old at least. That, sh- that setup was phenomenal. Um, we <laughs> so as, as we're as we're going on with this, let's you want to talk about the uh, events that took place? Yeah, actually, we in order to talk get about co- that. Which not, the thing that none of us care about the most, none of us care about it really. Yeah, took the longest time. Yeah, so in our fantasy league, for those of you that don't know, we draft our NFL players, but then we also have the opportunity to draft 
what is it, uh, an incoming college player for next year? Yes. Okay, so juniors and seniors that may be eligible to go to the draft this year in NCAA football, we draft one player uh, from NCAA to get on our team next year. Yes, notables were me a couple years ago, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he actually went to the fourth, but like – uh, last year's the biggest one was uh, Saquon Barkley. Ezekiel Elliott was a was a uh, yeah, college draft. I think that was Arnie's. That was Arnie did it, and he get it got him in a third. I think yeah, finally yeah. But <clears throat> uh, so it, but every year we uh, we decide a new a different way to pick the draft order for that, and it's usually like something really stupid. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but this year we decided to do a combine. <laughs> it was Which rough. consisted of what four events and a written test. Yep, it was four events and a not the wonder lick, but a we called it the wonder lick, but it was basically a trivia. Yeah, tri- test basically. So we had we had to compete in the forty <laughs> yard dash, uh, <laughs> the forty yard dash, uh, a distance throw with a Nerf football, uh, accuracy, long distance accuracy with a football. And then target target with accuracy with a football, and then the written test. Yes, uh, I was feeling pretty confident about all the events until we started. <laughs> I still have the image of you running my head. <laughs> I have never in my life. I, first off, let me just dis, uh, disclaimer: I am not a sprinter. Okay, no, not anywhere close to being one. Um, but dear God. When I didn't also did not bring shoes, which I thought was really funny considering everyone else brought shoes and like changed shorts and everything. You know, like look at all these. It was in the back of my head. I'm not gonna lie. Like, my thing was I was like, look at all these try hard. <laughs> it was in the back of my mind. I was like, I'm gonna wear tennis shoes. This time. <laughs> and then uh, so I was wearing someone else's shoes, which were too big for me. First, that's gonna be my excuse. <laughs> yeah, they were really big. Um, fired out of the gates on the word go Top steps in. two or three steps in and my front half was in front of my feet to the point where like, <laughs> have you ever seen like a, like in America's Funny Home videos when the guy tries to like stop something or catch something or something like that and he just keeps running that stupid little trot pop 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 run with his face yes. four inches from the ground. That was me for about 20 yards. I regained all my shit and just kind of trotted her out for a respectable, like, 15 seconds or something. <laughs> <Just dancing. laughs> Chris ran a, <clears throat> a 440, or no, he ran a, a 10640 is what he ran. 10640. Uh, just the, the image is still in my head. It's engraved. Uh, engraved. Uh, <laughs> not even five steps. He almost lost his shit, and there was there was there was decisions that had to be made: <laughs> to shut her down and not fall, or to keep on keeping on and trying to muscle through and just eat shit oh. onto the fucking asphalt. <laughs> you composed yourself and then kept going. <laughs> so I lost that event. <laughs> <coughs> then we had to go throw her a house. Uh, yeah, we had to throw a Nerf ball over a house and through the backyard for distance. Your boy over here had the strongest arm of everybody there. It's calm down. Um, you beat everybody by like a yard. I won the event, so I had the strongest arm. I finished second to last. You beat me by seven yards. I had 
the strongest arm there because I won the event. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's bypass that one. Next event was the – Oh, first – yeah, next one. Yeah, okay, yeah. Distance for accuracy and you, boy. That's right. Fucking a sniper from the balcony. That's right. We were throwing from an upstairs deck. Probably about 30 yards. Yeah. 25 yards. If you take the angular distance into play. As the crow flies, about 25 yards. But we were probably about 20 feet higher. Yeah. We were 20 feet above the, the target, target, and the target was probably about 20 yards out. Okay. I Say it. that. Yeah. Yep. And it was uh, like a probably a three by three fire pit. Yep. And uh, overall target was about five by five, I think. Yeah. And you nailed it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't touch anything but ashes. Basically, yeah, you did a fucking badass job with that one. And then the last, the last physical event was the picture frame accuracy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And this boy pointing crushed at me, kind of rushed it. Yeah. And then fucking Michael. Shout. Out, first of all, shout out to Corey. Uh, yeah. Yes. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> uh, pretty much no one had any idea what to do, and I was like, "Hey, John, let's do this, this." And he was like. A really good idea. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, all right. So yeah, you have one job. All right. So literally, it is a shed. Well, it's what ten by twelve, ten by twelve, ten by fourteen, maybe. I'll give it big ten by shed. fourteen. Sounds good. About ten foot tall, and it's your basic shed where it has two um, French doors. I guess you would call it, or maybe American doors, but American, whatever. All right. Um, but it's the ones that have like their the barn design where like the top of it is just one big square. And then the bottom part of it where the handle would be is the square with the X frame in it to look, you know, like decorative. So to speak. And the angle we were thrown at <coughs> about a 15 degree angle, maybe that's it. You could hit both the narrow and wide side of, or broad side of a barn. Yes. You could literally hit two sides of the barn. Corelli's first throw. He's already fucked up a lot of things in this, in this scenario. We're not going to go through them all. No, no. But this one was the best because literally all you have to do is hit the broad side of the barn <laughs> or another side of the barn, mm-hmm. and he failed to do both and threw it into a different yard. Yeah, I mean it's embarrassing. It was like a it was like a fifteen yard throw. We disqualified him. He was <laughs> he somehow still beat me. I think I think the whole thing. I think he beat me. No, Arnie <laughs> finished last. Arnie yeah, that's right. Yeah. Last, yeah. Um, and then the Wonder Lick, if you want to call it that, we didn't take the actual Wonder Lick because it's obviously a different thing. We did a trivia. Uh, me and Chris are both horribly embarrassed that we failed as bad as we did. What'd you get? I got a one out of ten. I got four out of ten. That thing was hard. I should have known like three more, but I was, I was pretty butthurt. It was tough. T- it was it was NFL trivia. Both just standard NFL trivia and some fantasy trivia. There were some decades that went back, and people guessed a little bit better than we did, pretty much. It was a, that was a tough, that was a tough quiz. <clears throat> but that was my favorite part of the whole thing, and I, I would love to keep doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Like I think we should do that more often. <coughs> like it was maybe not the run thing, so we all don't die. No, not that. But like, do some of that like target shit because we can all drink beer and have fun doing that. Like. Mm-hmm. The, the running shit, nah. Like, the fact that I finished fourth in that and I smoke <laughs> is fucking embarrassing. Like I would have finished at least, like, not last. No, I know that. I know, but you ate shit. But, or almost <laughs> ate shit. Oh, my God. 
I think I, you know what? Looking back, I think I have cleats in the back of my truck, which would not help you on asphalt. They would have at least been my size. Yeah, but you need to fucking roll your ankle, probably. I mean, I'm gonna or roll slipped. my ankle anyways. <laughs> Fair enough. So, and then we had the draft. <clears throat> how you Finally. feel? I would say, how you feel about your team overall? We're not gonna go through it step by step by step. Uh, so basically, you was doing everything I wanted wanted to do, sort of. He was at well, first of all, they threw a wrench and everything, but taking uh, Devontae Adams second overall. That was wild, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And so I, then I was hoping that either David Johnson or DeAndre Hopkins would slide to me. Neither did, which really <laughs> threw me off. Um, but I had a backup plan. Um, the one thing I was not expecting to do my entire – anytime I was uh, strategizing or anything, I did not ever pick Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. But then I took him with my fifth overall pick just for the hell of it. Uh, for the listeners that don't know, mm-hmm. maybe we've said it before, I had it at number one – I had two number one picks. I'm sorry, two first-round picks, and I got McCaffrey in the fourth. So I had a little leeway there. Mm-hmm. So I took Gordon in the fifth and then took his backup, Eckler, in the seventh. Um, so – I feel phenomenal. Um, I, I didn't even reach on anything. Gordon was sliding anyway. That's about where he's taken. I actually took him like seven past his ADP. So, if he doesn't play, oh, crap, I got his backup. If he does play, there will be nobody that comes within 50 points of me every week. No. So, <clears throat> um, I'm pretty confident about mine. Um, how do you feel about yours? I won't finish last, I don't think. No, you won't finish last. I like your draft. <clears throat> I feel good about my draft considering the circumstances of uh, the league being butt-fucked by two trades. I don't shut them up. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank God we made legislation to stop such things. That's all right. <laughs> uh, There's ways around that. <clears throat> but I, uh, I've, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty confident about because I took <clears throat> Kareem Hunt in the 16th round. Yep. And if he comes back, when he comes back, if he's an impact player, that sets me up with arguably one of the best keepers of all time for the next year. Yep. As long as he don't kick anybody. Right. Or lightly shove. Or Was he the lightly shove guy? Yeah. No, that was, was the, Zeke. Zeke was the lightly shove guy. No, no, no. Well, no. Kareem did that too. He lightly shoved and then punted. Yeah, no, he punted and whatever, but yeah. Zeke was the one that lightly shoved. Yeah, that was the yeah. security guard. So, uh, if and when he comes back, if he's an impact player, blah, 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 that's the best keeper of all time. By that time, I'll be – I will hopefully be in the playoff race, you know. I think right now, so like Chubb, barring injury, Chubb's still the number one there. Uh, Dorsey, who is now the general manager of Browns, used to be the general manager of the Chiefs, which is why they picked up Kareem Hunt, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> We'll try to get him in there a little bit. Um, Was he allowed to practice at all? Uh, yeah, he's allowed to do all that. Okay, so he'll know the playbook and everything. <coughs> and even if he doesn't, like there, he's allowed to have a <coughs> playbook and he can go <coughs> work out with like yeah. some random random people, or whatever. But yeah, as much as Dorsey likes him, it's Chubb's job. It's Chubb's job to lose. Um, Chubb did phenomenal last year. So worst case scenario, you you line Kareem when you when when he's eligible, you line him up somewhere. In your lineup too, you can have him as setting two running backs beside Baker. Blah blah blah. The only thing that I would say about him being a keeper is, 
unless they trade him, which I don't think Dorsey will because he loves him. He's that's who Dorsey yeah, drafted. Boy, yeah. Is there's a guy in front of him. So yeah, yeah, no, I know. I mean, it all it all depends on yeah how the rest of the season plays yeah. out once he comes back. I mean, if they split if they split carries between each other 50-50 or you know sixty thirty or sixty uh, forty or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but like scenario scenario wise, like say Chubb doesn't get hurt, crushes the fucking first nine weeks. I'm sorry, first eight weeks, by week nine, and then here comes week ten. You can't take the ball away from him. Mm-mm. You can't take no, his no, touches no. away. No, you keep it in the hot You hand. put Kareem Hunt as a wide receiver or something like that and slot or something, hope for the best. But you can't spell him like yeah. half and half or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it all depends on how it goes once he comes back. But It would be the greatest keeper of all time. So, you know how sometimes they have uh, two positions on players they don't really necessarily know about yet? Yeah. Um, they could add kicker to Kareem Hunt's positions. Kicker? Yeah. Why? Because he kicked somebody. Oh! Mm. <laughs> so you can keep him as a kicker. All right. That would have been so much better, but I had to explain the joke to you. I know. You suck. That's my fault. <laughs> God damn it. Um, the other thing I was thinking about Gordon, too. Worst case scenario, all right, he doesn't play. Doesn't hurt my feelings. He's going to go somewhere. There's rumors that he may be traded to Texans now that Lamar Miller's out. And if that happens, Jesus Christ, Texans, AFC Championship. Yeah. And the AFC Championship. Yeah. But worst case scenario, I get uh, Melvin Gordon in the fifth next year. He's going to play next year. Yeah. So I get him in the fifth. <coughs> he is a top ten running back. <coughs> OG Darn. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, no matter what, he's got upside. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was a good pick. I don't. I still want to pull the trigger on him because I'm just coming off the heels. Well, of, you also didn't have the luxury either. I had a luxury. To that's do true. It, so that's like you know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still like that's why I didn't take Zeke when I had the chance to take Zeke because yeah. I was just coming off the heels yeah. of having my first. Round I think pick. Bell's still a safer pick than Zeke is. I like taking Bell because we'll talk about it later. Yes. But uh, <clears throat> but anyways. Let's uh let's move on to some uh, NFL news, and first thing is we're gonna finally we're just this is our last time talking about Antonio last Brown. Last time we're talking about Antonio Brown. So Antonio Brown has lost his latest um, oh god, what are they called? Uh, appeal, appeal, whatever you want to call it, grievance with the NFL. The grievance, yeah. That's so now he will pick a new helmet. He will wear very nice. He will wear an approved helmet. If he wants to play football, which sounds like a sounds like a uh, no or nah duh situation for everyone else in the world, but we forget uh, the newly minted uh, Tiocho metric that we came up with last That's week. Right. Uh, if Antonio Brown chooses an approved helmet and plays, I think he takes a step down in the Tiocho metrics. No, here's why. Okay. This, well, for those of you that, that don't remember yeah, or don't know, Tiocho metrics are a new uh, grading scale that we've come up with to grade athletes. <clears throat> it was brought on by uh, wonderful Terrell, Terrell Owens and I mean, Chad Ochocinco uh, based on um, not an athlete's ability, but their ability to hold the media hostage. Yes. <coughs> so, in the twist, here's why. All right. Why? Why doesn't Antonio Brown drop in the Tiocho metric 
if he takes on an approved helmet. Not only does he take over, well, he already was number one. Is he is now one, and the next person is five. Okay. He's going to get an endorsement deal from a fucking helmet company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he bitched him on like a little fucking girl, like all the crap he does. <laughs> and then there's the whole, there's a, what I don't know if it's shut or if it's fucking all the other new guys. Everybody's chomping at the bit to create a <laughs> helmet for him. And his visor is going to be like this big. Yeah. Like it's going to have a five head Peyton Manning style. <laughs> and like all this, it's going to be like, it's going to be like the new, like, Jeep Renegades, where like the entire thing on top yeah. is a sunroof, but it's still safe somehow. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Do you think, uh, so you said it will look like a Jeep Renegade. Do you think he'll get the sticker on the helmet that says, if you can read this, flip me over? <laughs> People with Renegades don't have that. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> even them, they're not accepted by the Wrangler crew. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, what you say, it does make a lot of sense. If he, act, well, I don't know, because we don't actually know if any other athletes have sponsorships with helmets, I, we don't know. Well, That's so info that we don't have. For example, uh, we talked about this before. Tom Brady had the same helmet. Like, if you notice, I, which I I did, but like everybody all had these brand new technology. He still had his old ass fucking Rydell helmet or whatever it was, like from a long time ago. Like the basic bitch, basically what the, what the kickers wear, basically. <clears throat> and besides the mic, you know, the technology with the the electronics and stuff like that. It was an old-ass helmet for the most part. And, you know, he said some stuff, and then Rodgers had one like that too. Rodgers wore an old one. Um, so those three are the most notable ones, but it's not the end of the world for them if they have to get a new helmet. Now, I did hear, I, I listened to an interview one time or uh, a while back with uh, with an insider where – their situation actually used both of their situations in comparison to Antonio Brown's, and it almost kind of paints a, a bad picture for the NFL. Where when it was when Brady's helmet came up as uh, both of them, Brady and Rogers' yeah. helmets came up and deemed uh, no longer safe or whatever, they were even though their helmets were not approved, they were still given one calendar year to wear the old helmet in in order to find a new helmet. Yeah. Whereas Antonio Brown rolls into camp, somehow his helmet flew under the radar on on this whole approval process, yeah. uh, certification process. I keep saying approval, recert, uh, certification process. His helmet flew under the radar, and once he had the foot thing and blah, 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 then all of a sudden they were like, your helmet's old as shit. And they fast-tracked the recertification on his, deemed it not... Um, not safe this year and didn't give him the same courtesy as having one calendar year to find a new helmet. So I can understand a slight bit as to why he's a little bit upset, but at the same time, it's, and, and obviously we're not professional athletes. I wore, you know, I wore a helmet in peewee, you know, you did too. That buddy, buddy over here had it on offense or something like that. Yeah. 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 The guy that played two years before me wore it probably (coughs) sneezed in it. But That's all you did. so as far as like equipment comfortableness or whatever, what you're comfortable with, I, I can kind of understand it because I've got a favorite pair of jeans, you know, whatever. Uh, so with that news coming out, you kind of you're like, OK, Antonio Brown kind of has a little bit of a of a, a grievance here. You calm down over there. But with that being said, 
it's one of those things where it, it's it's playing NFL and making umpteen million dollars versus four or five, you know, four or five shots to the head and you don't remember where your fucking backyard is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's conspiracy theory to me. Okay. Drew Rosenhaus, who is going to go to hell, directly to hell, do not pass go, do not collect $200, <clears throat> is the agent of all agents, especially in the NFL. Uh, they, they, everybody, then we'll talk about this later. This will be in, in some of the luck talk, and obviously my uh, it's going to be my mic drop too. But there's a conspiracy theory that I'm going to have because – the whole helmet, like they, they're checking on this stuff. They're trying to make everything better. They're trying to help all the players. They figured out that they could do this, and he knows he's going to lose this helmet. Like the vision crap, that's that's trash. I think one, he was like, "Look, motherfucker, your your feet are not healing the way they're supposed to be healing." <laughs> like that's a pretty much that's the same thing as like a secondary burn for the most part on his feet. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You can't. The only way to heal is to stay off of it. And regrow the skin. Period. That is it. And let, then let calluses build back up yeah. a little bit. That's going to be tough. Is cause That's tough for me and you just walking around fucking doing our normal job. He's going to be so tender Not fucking cutting rats and all that shit. Yeah. So I think this was a ploy to kind of take away from that. And then all of a sudden he got an endorsement deal or was offered an endorsement deal. And then he's like, fuck. I'm gonna take the money, but like they, they talked about earlier, like you're not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna let thirty million dollars go. No, like, only a guy out. that came out that had no child or no no life as a child ain't gonna let thirty million dollars yeah. go. Only Le'Veon Bell and Ezekiel Elliott would let that go. Mm-hmm. By the way, they're apparently that deal that Zeke was offered. He was offered a new deal. Was as high or if not higher than Gurley, and he turned it down. What an idiot! That was one report from one person, so okay. who knows? It wasn't Schefter, so. Okay. But, I mean, that's like, I think it's a ploy, and I think it's a conspiracy theory, and I think it might be backfiring. Now, he'll get more money, obviously. So now he's going to have to figure out how to play. But his feet, there's no way you listen to Stefania Bell, who's the injury person. She's a doctor-esque for fantasy on ESPN. And he's like, that all takes time. It just takes time. Yeah, that you can't just you can't fit, you can't put ice on. You can't you can't do anything to it. You have to let the 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 new skin re- build, and then you have to recallus it and let it be worn down again. Like yeah, if I'm Antonio Brown, what I'm doing is I'm in uh, I'm in Oakland or L.A. or wherever the fuck they are. They're in Oakland now. Vegas next year. Okay, go to the Bay right now. Okay, charter yourself. Okay, charter yourself a boat going to run you about well if you want to charter a good boat by yourself it's going to run you about probably two grand you got that he's got two grand yeah he just made that just now yeah charter yourself a boat head out there haul in a, a mess of cod okay have them stay with me i'm, I'm trying have them uh fillet the cod because it's delicious meat and you can eat it later but also skin them because you need that skin Take that skin into the nearest hospital and have them graft it to your uh, foot. It can be done. 
Yeah, but COD doesn't have the strong skin. It's being done. I understand it's like a skin graft, but not for the bottoms of your feet. It may not be COD. That the, okay, even better. Take your ass up to Lake Tahoe, okay? Charter a boat. It's probably going to cost you around two grand if you want uh, it by yourself. I don't know if we're going to Tahoe, it might be three. <laughs> I don't know. Catch yourself a lake sturgeon, all right? They're basically an armor-plated freshwater fish. <clears throat> Graft that to the bottom of your foot. Uh, if we're going to do this, do armadillo and have it have the release points in certain spots. Never be done yeah, again. Yeah, but then you also I mean, you have to wear cleats. But then you also get um, leprosy. Yeah. So then that's just going to be. High risk, high reward. Rest of Melvin your skin. Melvin Gordon all over again. Rest of your skin. <laughs> <laughs> leprosy, I don't know if you know it's not, it's not good for your it's skin. It's kind of a bad day. <laughs> a touch of a bad day. Lake Sturgeon, Antonio Brown, get one. Also, I think they're good to eat too. Sturgeon, never heard of that before. Really? But we don't live in that region either. Yeah. So. I've heard Lake Sturgeon is pretty good to eat. It's a hell of a fight because they're like they're like 150 pounds for like a full-grown one. And they're strong as fuck. It's probably good because you're so damn tired from fucking fighting them that you're going to eat anyway. <clears throat> Who knows? But, yeah. So, that's I mean, that's it for Antonio Brown with the helmet thing. And we're not talking about anymore. He is now catapulted. He is catapulted to the first of the Teocho rankings. Um, unless something else happens, uh, even if something else happens with somebody else, they still have to have that happen three or four times before they even get close to Antonio Brown. He's so far up on the Teocho metric that Antonio Brown punched an old, or uh, Conor McGregor punched an old man in the face, and we didn't even talk about it. No, pretty much, pretty much. We didn't even talk about it. I'm done with that. I'm done with Conor. <coughs> I'm done with him too. Yeah. If you're gonna fight, if if you're not gonna fight in MMA, don't fight in MMA. Anymore. If I don't see him, if I don't see him, Brock, I'm good. Like unless it's that, I'm good. Yeah, I, don't know. I know he's going back to fight John Jones eventually, but whatever. Maybe who knows? Uh, <clears throat> one guy that has risen slightly on the Teotro metric, not to his liking or his wanting it to happen, is a man named Major Luck. See, I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he. Risen. No, you're right. That's not a Teotro metric. Let's call us what this is. We were going to do the AFC South and the NFC South for our rankings. And then shit went south for our boy, uh, Chris, who is a diehard fucking Colts fan. And we all, like, I joked about it, and I've joked about it on the show many, many episodes. We've gotten heated debates about Andrew Luck not playing, blah, blah, blah. I can make fun of him all the time. I never wanted this to happen. No, no. And I don't think anybody thought this was going to happen. So, I... Heard for a few days of process. Yeah, I heard a little bit. There's some murmuring that he had made this decision a couple weeks ago, and was just waiting for the right time to. Um, so the the plan, his plan was, at, after the preseason game against the Bears, he was going to go into the locker room, tell the team the news, and then afterwards have his press conference. Yeah, which didn't happen because um, uh, Adam Schefter found out beforehand, and the world found out. During, During like the, the third quarter yes. or something of that preseason game. Andrew Luck fucking announced his retirement at age 29 due to injury and exhaustion, which I can I can understand. Not even just from me loving the man to hell and back. I can understand being constantly hurt and, you know, running from doctor to doctor. Uh, reporters hounding you every day. 
the team hounding you, you know, I don't know if the team was hounding him, but you got to understand. I mean, you could understand like being in the locker room, like you back yet, buddy, you going to be all right, buddy. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Mainly like <coughs> reporters, doctors, workouts, physicals, tests, all this shit, you know, that's exhausting. Yeah. Oh yeah. So for him wanting to just step away, uh, get, you know, whatever guaranteed money he's left on this contract or no, he gets paid. No, he gets the guarantee. We'll talk about that later. But uh, a bit. step away, take some time off to just heal your entire self, physical, mental, all of it. I can totally understand it. I don't like it, um, but at the same time, I don't hate him for it. Well, you are one of few. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I where to begin on this. Well, uh, first off, fuck all those Indy fans in the stadium that booed him when he walked out. So I'm out. making it official. Indiana, which uh, nobody likes the Indiana Hoosiers. We 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 we've said their fans are awful anyway, but I am now putting Indiana fans period. Indiana, Indianapolis, you know my beef for the Indianapolis when they put crowd noise whatever blah blah. Still I am putting them ahead of Philadelphia fans as the worst fans of all time. Ah, that's tough. And here's why. I don't know if you can do that. Not only did they boo him, not only did they boo him when they found it out, they burned all of his jerseys. A lot of people burned his jerseys. They're threatening Adam Schefter online, threatening his (laughs) life and his family's life to kill him because he broke (laughs) the news before Andrew Luck could say anything. And they're asking for Colin Kaepernick to, uh, to be your quarterback. Oh, and, like, there's a lot of crap going on. Like, if there's ever time for Colin Kaepernick to come back, it's now. Except, no. No. Jacoby Brissett is the best backup in the entire league. Yeah. I would argue that Taysom Hill is number two. That's about it. Taysom Hill is the best utility player. All right. All but time. can you – I mean, like, who else is better? You can't even name backups. Bortle Service is backing up, but, like – name one backup. Chase Daniel. And Chase Daniel. All right, so Chase Daniel, Chase Daniel's number one. Then it's Jacoby Brissett. Then it's probably Taysom Hill. Then it's like who's you know? I would rather, and this this has nothing to do with politics or anything like that that Kaepernick's doing on the outside of football. I would rather have Jacoby Brissett play this entire season and all of next season until we draft whoever or trade for whoever than to have a man who hasn't played football in. What three years? Yeah, yeah, probably. I, I think it's been three years since he's played football. I don't want that man on my field because one, he hasn't played football in three years. Two, the last time he did play football, he lost his job. First of all, Jim Irsay. If there was ever an owner that would have not have Colin, it's him. He was like number three in the collusion thing. Let's let's go ahead and say it. <laughs> He ain't having him on there. Second of all, everybody's jumping to these conclusions about going to the fucking Colts. Jacoby Brissett, I would argue, is better. I would argue is better than nine starters in the league right now. That's fair. I would argue that. Like, I was – we talked about this a long time ago (laughs) on and off the air, I think. I was butthurt when we traded that. For fucking uh, Philip Dorsett, who was, may or may not make the fucking team this year. And I was pumped when we got Jacoby. Yeah. So, like, now sit him, whatever, he, you know, he, he might take the air or whatever, fine. But, like, 
I wanted Jacoby to take the air of Tom Brady. But there's one, there's no fucking reason at all to have him on there. I think, if anything, this helps T.Y. I think it helps fucking Mike, fantasy-wise people. I think it helps that part. But, like, you're not – like, there's people fucking crying. Like, you are just going to fucking – all your your garbage. You're, You're done now. They've redone the fucking odds to win your division. The Titans are tied with the Texans to win the division. That is garbage, <laughs> and you'll see that in the rankings later. That the fact is that trash. they're tied is dumb. Because the fact that they don't even know if fucking Ryan Tannehill is going to be their fucking quarterback, <laughs> but yes, they're tied to win the division, is trash. Jacoby Brissett, greater than fucking Ryan Tannehill. I would say. I would argue and that. Marcus Mariota. I would argue that as well. Uh, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I just, I'm really, I'm just so disappointed in Indy fans. Uh, you are fucking garbage because there's you literally there's always the term kicking a man when he's down like that was a literal kick a man when he's down the dude who is unfat like you can't shake him he's unshakable on the field he's been rocked by the biggest monsters over his six-year career because he had no offensive line to protect him and every Until time you got your new fucking GM. Yeah. And every time he got up and said, Hey, good hit, man. Way to go. Can't, you can't break him. No, this man broke down in tears when he had to tell everyone he wanted to step away from football. And you sit there and yell at him and boo him. And why are you going after Adam Schefter for doing his job? Yeah, I know. Right. That's Adam Schefter's like, you job. Go after fucking, uh, cocaine doubt, uh, fucking Jim Irsay and all of his fucking underdogs. Somebody leaked it. Somebody, Somebody leaked, leaked it. it. I don't know who leaked it. Wasn't Jim Marcy. You but you know what I mean though. Like yeah. I mean well it it probably might like have, a ball boy somewhere. May have been Ursa though when he was at one of his raging parties <laughs> fucking Man, I gotta fucking sign Jacoby for like twenty million now. Oh you wanna see my guitar from I need to find to. some of these podcasts and let you listen to them. It'll change your mind about Jim Marcy. I joke about Jim Irsay, like, I'm sure he's a great guy, but, man, he is also a bad guy, too, in some aspects. <laughs> but, yeah, don't I don't know why anyone would go, like, why would you go after uh, Adam Schefter? That's his actual job, yes. is when he gets news, he's supposed to tell the news. And to be and, honest, like, I don't always like Adam Schefter, but he does his job. Like, all he does is... How do you not like Adam Schefter? There's sometimes that he says some shit, and I'm just like... Shut up. All right, well, first of all, yeah, if he's three in the morning, he's like, hey, uh, Ezekiel, it's still a Cabo. Or that like, crap, I understand. Or like during college basketball or, or in during the NBA, he's like reporting stupid NFL news when he knows it's not relevant. That's ESPN in general, though. No, that's him. Woj, no, because Woj, who's the greatest thing since sliced bad, too. He knows bread in fucking NBA, or NBA, those two are the most woke people in all of sports to, to report anything yeah. at all. But – so like shit like that kind of pissed me off about Adam Schefter, but again it's his job, all well, whatever. But when he when it's NFL season preseason, and NFL news pops up, it is his job to tell the news. And for the most part, he doesn't do an opinion spin on it. He tells you the news. Yeah, which is what news is supposed to. And be. And that's why people go to him. That's why he's the highest paid. Yeah, uh, I think he's the highest paid person. That's in why he is the man. I think Woj is number two or three, but like you know what I mean. Because he he will just tell you the news. He didn't say, because like let's be honest, like if this was like a politics thing, like let's say like fucking Trump sprained his knee and retired from being president or something, that you know that you would have fucking uh, Fox News come out and say President Trump sprains his knee, has to retire from being president. Uh, 
we believe it was a heroic act to save a cat in a tree. Yeah. And then on the flip side, you'd have CNN to be like, can you believe tra- President Trump sprained his knee and has to retire from being the president? We believe it's collusion with the Russians or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Adam Schefter just tells you the news. So you can't get mad at him. I, it was from any other person. It was like Lucky Life 05 or something like that. Which, if you know, you, I don't know how much you know about Adam Schefter, but the tweet was, I hope the rest of your family burns in a tower. Jesus. Do you know what that's about at all? No. He married a widow who had two kids from a firefighter that was in 9-11. Oh. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Like, that up. person, not even three steps, that person skipped a whole fucking generation directly in front of the line to hell. That's fucked up. Like, that's coming from in fucking Indianapolis. That's really fucked like, up. Like, what the hell? Yeah, we should, someone should trace that IP back. I've, <laughs> Adam, as nice as he is. Maybe hire somebody else to do. I mean, but there's a special place in hell for that. Why? Like, what do you gain from that? Yeah, and it, here's the worst part about it. It's like you act like your 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 quarterback is fucking Blaine Gabbert, your backup or something. No, it is a very serviceable Jacoby Brissett, who I would argue is the number twenty two quarterback in the league. But we're gonna find out because it's his team now. Yeah, it is. But like. And by God, I'm behind him. If there was ever time to check down, it's now. You have Marlon Mack, Naeem Hines, two very serviceable tight ends. If anybody's going to hurt, it's probably going to be T.Y., honestly. Like, T.Y. might T.Y. might struggle. But Jacoby can chuck it more than anybody. Like, he can chuck it. They brought his ass in for Hail Mary. Yes, he can chuck it Joe Flacco style. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, like, Jacoby is very serviceable. They brought him in as the stronger arm. We talked about this. I was Pissed. I was happy we got Dorsett at the time, but I was pissed that that's all we got. That in the third round, I think, from you, whatever it was. Yeah. But, like, whatever. I'm trusting in Jacoby Brissett. I'm trusting in uh, Chris Ballard to uh, make the right decisions because he is the GM of the future. Uh, he is. Chris Ballard's phenomenal. Chris he is, Ballard's amazing. He has helped your team out so much. <clears throat> Are you confident enough? This is. Uh, Exaggerating a little bit. Sorry. And I'm trusting in Frank, uh, Frank Rick, Reich. Right. Are you confident enough that to, you would metaphorically buy a Jacoby Percent jersey? Uh, it's going to be a mic drop later. I'll get into it. Okay. All right. So, let's move on. Let's, <coughs> so, after that. I have. No. There is still crap I got to say oh, about okay. the, the fucking haters that came oh, in hot. Because you have not heard this, have you? No. I stayed 100% off the internet. Yeah. Good for you. Dan and Doug. What? So, there was a lot of... Uh, Wait, did you say a name there? Dan and Dan and Doug. Are those two names? Yes, two names. Dan, Dan and, and Doug. Doug. Got it. Um, Indianapolis fans, I've already given five strikeouts, just because. Um, But the biggest homer in Indianapolis is Dan Dockage, who, for anybody that doesn't know, is a college basketball... Guy. Yeah, let's go with guy. He's the first one that chimes in. And he says, and I'm going to paraphrase a lot of this because there's no point in reading all those quotes because they were like six pages. He's like, and I can't do my Dan Dockage voice because this is rough, but <laughs> basically he's like, uh, he's like, I have, I have family that are uh, iron workers and police officers that have worked 
50 years and to be tired of something because it's too hard is just unacceptable. They've tried everything. You know, if they, if they had the money to retire, they would, which is one contradictory of what just happened. Yeah. Andrew Luck has enough money to retire. Yep. So he retired. Uh, but Dan Doxon's like, he was like, basically he was like, this is pretty, pretty low. Like you shouldn't do this to your, your, uh, fan base. This is weak. You know, basically just calling him out like a little bitch, basically calling him a little bitch. <coughs> and that can fly both ways in Indiana because he is from Indiana. He's an Indianapolis show. He's on ESPN or no, I don't even know if he works for ESPN, but, um, there's, there's, a, there's quite the group gap. In ESPN, yeah, there's uh, people in Indianapolis hate Dan Lebertard show, yeah, and then everybody like Fort Wayne and all those they love. So there's there's quite a difference in sports commentary in Indiana in itself. So he got shit on by a lot of people. Then you have Doug Gottlieb. Oh wait, oh oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Before I finish with Dan, as Dan says, like. You you don't know what hard is blah, blah blah and all this crap talking about all of his relatives and stuff had to work hard blah blah. Dan Dockich, when he was a coach in the college basketball, took a job at West Virginia and was trying to do the work and decided it was too hard and quit after eight days. <laughs> so for him to say that about Andrew Luck, he can go fuck himself. Basically, he was saying he, he don't know how what hard is because he's only twenty nine. Blah, blah blah. I think when he took that job, Dan Dockich was like forty. Yeah. All right. Quit after eight days because it was too hard to coach for West Virginia basketball. <coughs> now let's go to Doug Gottlieb. I think I I think I did hear about the Doug Gottlieb tweet and fuck that guy. So nobody likes Doug Gottlieb anyway. Nah, no way he does. He works for quote unquote FS1. He has his own show. It goes either before or after uh, Colin Cowherd on FS1. I think after because the the now it's the Skip Bayless and Skip and uh, Shannon. That horrible show, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Doug Gottlieb comes in hot and basically says, um, tweets, Andrew Luck quitting because quote, it's too hard and it's, it's hard on my body and I just don't have the, the love for it or whatever, whatever he said mm-hmm. anymore is the most millennial thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the first person that posts anything is Troy Aikman. Oh, God. We know Troy Aikman's career got ended by concussions and injuries and all that stuff. Yeah. And he said, listen here, motherfucker, <laughs> who also works for Fox. Yeah. And he was, oh, I wish, uh, all right, so I'll come look it up. Look up look up Troy Aikman's uh, tweet. So, at, at, and, and there was a lot of people that went back and forth with Doug Gottlieb. Let's remember what Doug Gottlieb did in his life. School was too hard. So, guess what Doug Gottlieb did? He stole credit cards and books and fucking computers from fellow students so he could make money because school was too hard. So he decided to steal from everybody to make his way through. The only reason he got hired by ESPN one time and FS1 now is because he does have decent knowledge of basketball, who also is a basketball guy. Yeah. Yeah, I love it when uh, the basketball guys are experts. Nobody likes Doug Gottlieb in this entire fucking state. And nobody really likes him now. Here we go. I got it. Especially, and you had not read this yet. You're going to really love this. I got Troy's response to Doug Gottlieb saying Andrew Luck's uh, retirement was the most millennial thing he's ever seen. uh, Troy Aikman, uh, the the kids call it clapping back. 
And uh, Troy Aikman claps back with, that's total bullshit, Doug. What qualifies you to decide who or how someone should live their life? So you're now the authority on what motivates Andrew Luck? And if his decisions don't fit into what you think is best for him, then you rip him? Guess that keeps you employed at FS1. Nice. <laughs> Fucking just destroyed him. <laughs> and then Tory Smith, Tory Smith come out, and Blaine was like, oh, but you can steal uh, money and credit cards and computers and books from everybody, and you're the authority of when people should quit. You quit a long time ago when you stole from people. Jeez. Like, why? Why? Why do you think people, one, are going to forget about that shit? Yeah. And two, make, like, you have to be loved in a certain area or by a certain company to make that take. It's To me, that's the same thing as, like, Patriots go six and Ten this year, you're just saying it, to, just uh, to yeah. say it. We can go on. What's his face? Uh, we talked about last week. Uh, off also on Fox. Uh, big fat no, the big fat black dude, Uncle Tom. Fuck his name. But he does shit just to get paid. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Should we? They're st- saying bullshit to get paid. Should we start the uh, Bayless metric for writers? I, Bayless ain't that bad, man. You don't think so? No, Bayless is not. Bayless is not that bad. If anything, it's starting to shop uh, sharp. Sharp source. Shane Sharp. Get, I'll get to write eventually. Sharp metric. Uh, there's got to be a different one. We'll, we'll come up with that I one. I think we make Gottlieb. Nah, I mean, I don't know, man. There's like. I also don't want his name anywhere in here either. Or so. also, we could we could make it the, the Jim Rome metric. He made his entire career off of saying stupid shit. I get. It. I mean, we can figure it out later. But like, like Gottlieb right now is in his mediocre three hundred fifty thousand dollars house somewhere, which it should be bigger because he should have more money, but he doesn't. Um, because everybody knows that he's still a felon. <laughs> by the way, he's a fucking felon because he's a piece of shit. And by the way, he wasn't even that good at basketball either. Like, he got dismissed from, like, four different schools and finally, I think, went to Oklahoma State, I think. So, that's why he cheers on the Cowboys every once in a while. Yeah. So, fuck you, Doug Gottlieb. <clears throat> Fox you're Sports. in a corner somewhere while your fucking wife's going to peg you later on tonight <laughs> with a fucking 12-inch fucking dildo. Fox Sports 1, uh, equal employment opportunities, even to felons. <clears throat> Dude, I fucking, right? I love, I didn't, I'm not the biggest fan of Troy Aikman. I am now a fan of Troy Aikman. I love Troy That is now my number one. I mean, obviously Joe Buck, but, you know. Yeah. Starts to come, and then he pulls out. Troy Aikman, <laughs> greatest line he's ever said. I just felt like, what, what, what? And it's, Gottlieb got the one thing. He, he had one word right, millennial, in, in the sense of the reaction of everything. To, to Andrew Luck. Like, it's not fair. Last year, last year, Rob Gronkowski retired at because, a very young age. Because of being injured. Because of being injured, and everybody praised him. It was like, oh, okay, he's going to be on the next fucking dance with Star, blah, blah, blah. Uh, nobody, I mean, people kind of looked at him wrong, but nobody poo-pooed at Calvin Johnson. Nobody poo-pooed at uh, the other Barry Sanders. Like, nobody shit on them. I mean, they shit on them like, initially, but like, You're not it, – it's it's amazing how people react to one person and then react to another person. And it might all be coming out of Indiana. 
but like it blows my fucking mind. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but like. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people waking up today or waking up tomorrow or whatever like that, a lot of the people that were throwing heat in the beginning, they're going to wake up and be like, man, I really feel like a piece of shit. Not, As they should. Obviously not Dan and Doug because they make their living off that, but, uh, you know, like a lot of people are like average bros like me and you or whatever that, that said some off-color shit about it or whatever. They're going to wake up today and just be like, man, yeah, that was wrong of me. I shouldn't have done that. You know, Andrew Luck, you think about what he did for he came in his rookie year with an interim coach and went to the AFC championship. Yep. With an interim coach as a rookie. And I mean like every year he's been in, like every year that he's been healthy and playing, they've been in the playoffs or and making a or and sometimes making a deep run into the playoffs. He already had his greatest year last year when he was the 2018 comeback player of the year. <clears throat> 39 uh, touchdowns, like 14 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, people forget that, too. Like, he came in yeah. on a partial season and ripped the league to shreds. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, it's what have you done for me lately? I mean, that's what, that's the that's the age we live in right now. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at what he's done for you lately. I know it, but as soon as he did that and then did this, it's like, well, he was, blah, blah, he was, what a waste of fucking, and then a bunch of, part like, Oh, we should have got RG three instead. We should have hit RG three instead. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, no. RG three, like, in his real life, is downward spiraled something fierce. But like in in football, he's a backup to Lamar Jackson, who runs the same thing. Who hopefully doesn't break a leg. Yep. Which, to be fair, we don't know what RG three would be today if it weren't for the Shanahan's trying to kill him. His, That's true his too. First year. That's true too. That was, I would argue, a worse line than the Colts had. Yeah, the Sh- um, the Shanahan's legitimately tried to end his life. And the other thing about it too is like you know the NFL, you know the NFL is trying to get so safety this, safety that, whatever, blah blah. People, a lot of people forget like Andrew Luck just got married last year. Oh, huh. so how did you not know that? I mean, I let the dude live his own life. I worry about him in football season. I think we even said on the thing, but anyway. He got married early, I think it was early this year, actually, not not last year, early this year. Nobody's thinking about, like, what he wants to do in his life. He also has a, a degree from Stanford. I know, right? Like, he is thinking about himself. And, oh, gee darn, he's thinking about himself. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Fuck me for wanting to have a decent working body when I have kids. So, that's my thing is, like, he's had all these injuries. And we've seen all these people go down with injuries and all that stuff. Like, well, there's a thing. There was a thing on 60 Minutes the other day with Tim Green, who is one of the a great defensive lineman for the Atlanta Falcons, and just a, an amazing human in general. And they they uh, interviewed him in 1996 about like concussions and you know stuff like that. Blah blah. Well, it turns out now he has ALS, and. They, I watched a 60 Minutes about him the other day, and it showed him talking, and, and, and I'll get into that um, in my mic drop. But the fact that people shit on somebody for just being tired of trying to walk and live, is, it's, it's appalling to me. Yeah. Look, we're going to pay to watch people kill each other every day. We, we literally almost watched, if you watched it, 
the boxing match, somebody literally died the other day. Oh, shit. This was like four weeks ago. But, like, the dude literally knocked him out and then, like, knocked him out like four times. And then Sunday he died. Oh, God. So, and it goes, we've talked about this before on this show many, many times. We don't care. We want to be entertained. Yeah. And when, 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 when somebody like Andrew Luck, who is amazing, decides to retire, we're okay with it, but not everybody's okay with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But then we'll talk about, it. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the fans and fuck Doug, Doug Gottlieb and uh, Dan Dockage. Especially Gottlieb. Dockage, Dockage, however you want to say Dockage, it. Gottlieb, you are a piece of shit. If I ever see you, I'll RKO you. Through glass. Yeah. And hope a shard goes through your throat. We could do a 3D. As long as there's a piece of glass or a table going through his throat, I'm all right. Shout out uh, Dudley Boys. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, so let's move on to the last <coughs> NFL division early prediction before yeah. the NFL <clears throat> season starts. It's been shooken up a little bit. Because we are experts. We will tell you right now who is going to win the AFC and NFC South divisions. <clears throat> That's right. And, oh, Brad Nessler. <coughs> no, it's not Brad Nessler. Yeah, Brad Nessler. No, we're going to do Brad Nessler. Uh, yeah, college football, right? He was on the old college football games? Okay. And now, let's go to the AFC. Or, fuck. Let's try to stall all that over. <laughs> and now, let's go to the NFC South. You have the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Panthers of Carolina. Who wants to go first? You want to go first? Uh, you can go. I'll go first. I have in last place in the NFC South, which, by the way, this division is going to be an utter bloodbath. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, you all have not seen our rankings or our, our drafts, but I'm, pretty much I have all the, <laughs> the skill players <laughs> in this division. Except for Mike Evans because your boy's got him. I just got run CMC. Mike Thomas and Julio Jones. <laughs> so you have the other one. You have the other one. Yes. Uh, in last place, okay. Tokyo, you managed to open that entire door by yourself. Yep, Greg the assassin joined us into the studio. In last place in the NFC South, I am predicting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mainly because that I mean, you, I mean, you can say all the stats you want about Jameis Winston, but they're all the stats when they're playing from behind. So that's true, and they also don't have a running game, right? Which, by the way, speaking of the Bucks and running games, Doug Martin just got released uh, yesterday. Where's he playing? I can't remember where he was. was playing. At. I can't remember where he was. We got released. Oakland. Oakland. Oh, he was in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in third, I have. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In third, I have mm-hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I mean, they usually have a mid-season slump. It's it's one part. Uh, they have one third of the season that is a slump, and in this division, they cannot do that because you can always agree that at one there's if you want to split it up into thirds, which I know you, it's not an even number, but if you want to split it up that way, they always have a third of the season that's a slump. Uh, yeah. Um, in second, I have. I have the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Okay. 
I think. <laughs> so you have the Panthers winning. And the Panthers winning. Okay. And all Ex- this explain is explain why you want the Panthers to win? Well, all this is riding on defense. And I just think I just think the Panthers are gonna I mean they're all they're they're so good if they could just play. So when they do play, they're really fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that was a tough one there. I don't so, feel good about it. So I, I am prefacing my rankings with this entire league or this entire division is gonna destroy themselves. Yeah. But I also think that three of them can get in, in the wild card. Or two of them get in the wild card and one, you know, opposite division. Yeah, that's possible. <coughs> as long as they just win everything else because they're going to beat the shit out of each other. I can see all of them going two and – I'm sorry. I can see all of them going three and three in the division. This division's like old school Big East basketball <clears throat> Yeah, where there was like 15 ranked teams and you're trying to figure out why because they all had 500 yeah. records. Sorry, two and two. I can see all of them going two and two in the division. It's fair. Seriously. Uh, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers for just because they don't have running game. All right. I believe in everything else they have. O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, a uh, couple other people. Like, I think they can. They have the potential. They can win at the, the pirate ship. Um, that's going to be their, their key to get three wins. Yep. I'm going to actually pick the Panthers third. Only because, wow. look, nobody believes in run CMC more than I do. I love DJ Moore. I love Curtis Samuel. Greg Olson's Greg Olson. Uh, their defense is awesome. They have three phenomenal dudes on that offense. Luke Keekley. My concern is with Cam Newton. Oh. He come up against the preseason game with the Patriots. Got a little rattle with his ankle. Um, He can shake it off. The only thing is. I think their backup might still be Jake Delum. Like, <laughs> nobody knows who their backup is. <laughs> it's a, nobody knows who it's their backup. A, is. Fucking, it's a Mike Tolbert's fat ass. <laughs> no, that wasn't his back. name. That's a running back. I know, but they fucking bring his ass back. I don't even know. Well, you're fat enough. Get out there and throw. F- f- Fuck God, skin. All right. That wasn't that. It's not who I'm thinking of though. Well, Mike Tolbert's a fat running back. Who back. was their second? Running back behind um, D'Angelo Williams. Mike Tolbert. Was it Mike Tolbert? Yeah. Okay, I'm right then. Yeah. Fat motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it was calling him bowling ball. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with the Saints for number two. What? So, we, we agree on Saints. <clears throat> I think Alvin Kamara has a phenomenal year. Uh, I also think that Mike Thomas and the 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 – the, the offense will have a good year. The Saints' defense hasn't been good, I would argue, in a while. Since they quit paying them? All of us, right. All of a sudden, they're now like number three on the draft board. Don't get that at all. Um, everything's dome pretty much in this league. So, Breeze, for as much as, as good as he is, who's your quarterback, I'm not saying he's slipping, but he's not. He's not what he was, if that makes sense. True. I'm not saying he, he – he didn't go from Peyton Manning to Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like he's going from Drew Brees to – or he's going from Drew Brees to Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yeah. So, I, the only reason – also, the only reason I'm putting the Falcons as number one, they are like the uh, the San Francisco Giants winning the fucking World Series. They have a good year, they have a bad year. They have a good year, they have a bad year. <laughs> a good year, a bad year. 
So they had a shit year last year. They had the same team again. They got rid of Tevin Coleman, but they also had a good draft. Um, they, I would argue, they had the best three receivers in the league um, with Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, Julio Jones. They have Austin Hooper as their wire, or tight, tight end. end. They have uh, Devontae Freeman back, healthy, better than ever. Matt Ryan's Matt Ryan. I like Matt Ryan. Matt I Ryan. wanted him in this in this draft. Yeah, Matt Ryan's a good uh, quarterback. I didn't get him, but and I think their defense is a quiet can hold down the fort. We we've, we've seen in this in this division points. Yeah. So I think Atlanta can hold down the fort. I'm not saying they're better than Carolina's defense. Buzzer close. So I have Falcons number one. That's pretty good. Yep. That's I mean, <laughs> there's three teams. In that division, that could win the division. And as I say that, I'm putting them all at ten and six, with with like a one game split between them all. I put them all at ten and six with a eight and eight bucks, because bucks get just fucked somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. So let's move on to the AFC South. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and in the AFC South, we have. The Indianapolis Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Titans of Tennessee, and the Houston Texans. All right, I'll go first. I have the Tennessee Titans at four. Okay. Because. Elaborate. Because they fucking suck. Like, I don't understand where all this fucking Titans talk comes from. Like. Because Chris, you got to tighten up. Yeah, I know. I don't know where all this Titan talk is coming from. You know what I'm Tighten saying? Up. Like, they fucking blow. Tighten up. They're not good. Um, Next, I have... Oh. Get out of here. You're still second. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Had y'all fooled. Jacksonville Jaguars <clears throat> still have offensive issues. Their defense is stud and only got better. With the addition of Josh Allen, who I watched a highlight reel today, has been blowing up yes. in preseason. It so didn't work. I feel bad for backfields in all of the AFC when he's lined up across from you. Uh, yep. But the offense still has some question marks, particularly at receiver. Uh, and we have a new quarterback who we don't know. We we don't know if it was Nick Foles or if it was the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? This is like the lit- accidentally won a Super Bowl. <clears throat> this is the litmus test. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it? I Nick- do think he's better than Boral Service. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it Nick Foles? Was it, or was it the Philadelphia Eagles as a team? Yeah. This will this will prove that. Um, at number two, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Um, because, and at number one. I have the Houston Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson's unbelievable. Yeah. Number one fantasy quarterback. Uh, their defense just keeps getting better. Uh, everybody's healthy. Everybody's healthy. J.J. Watt's healthy, so they're going to win the first three games until he blows his fucking leg out again yeah. or whatever. Week five will be out. <laughs> yep. Um, so, but they still win ball games after him. So it makes you think whether still paintings worth it, <clears throat> but uh, that offense is incredible. Deshaun Watson's incredible. DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best uh, wide receiver in the league, on the stats metric, not on the Teocho metric. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then you lose Lamar Miller to a knee injury, but you still have uh, 
Oh, Duke shit. Johnson. Duke Johnson and Alfred Blue. Alfred Blue's quality, capable. Duke Johnson. The problem with Alfred Blue and Duke, they're kind of the same. Yeah, it's it does kind of suck that you got two of the same running backs, but Melvin Gordon still hasn't signed anywhere. We talked about it off. We talked about it off air. Did we talk about it? No, we talked about it on air. All right, yeah, on air. About Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon should him. be, and I, the Texans have the money to sign him and pay him twelve million a year. So I have the exact same order for different reasons. Okay. Uh, right now Vegas switched when when uh, Luck retired. Vegas switched Titans and Texans. The Titans and Texans are co-favorites to win this division. The hell out of here. Hell out of here. Uh, Titans are number four. If you don't know if your quarterback's Mariota or fucking Tannehill, the hell out of here. Jacoby Brissett is better than both. So that's why they're number four. Now, I do. there's some pieces at, at Tennessee I like, but it's not enough to make it. Derrick Henry came on last year. Yeah, and I love Vrabel. He's gonna. He's he's already made him better. I was gonna say, Coach Vrabel's getting he's them better. He's already made them better, but it, that is a tough division. So. Also, he was bitching at Tom Brady during their joint practice. That was fun. Thought it was fucking awesome. Um, so the Jags number three, Leonard Fournette gets shit together. He'll be a top five running back, but he never gets his shit together. So who knows? Uh, Foles being there, you know, whatever. Who knows? We'll see. They have uh four. Hunt running backs or wide receivers, two of which played uh, football in Kentucky and not at Kentucky, in Kentucky. In Kentucky. Um, and then you – their defense is still one of the highest-paid defenses, but their defense is still really good. problem is they can't stay off the field. Colts, the only – and I, I was going to have Texans number one anyway, honestly. I was. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, I think that – I think the Colts get in as a wild card still. In my opinion, they do. It's gonna be tough. They have enough they have enough talent that I think Jacoby Set can it's gonna be a different offense as you're expecting, but I think they have enough. And then the Texans, without trading for Melvin Gordon, I think uh win this division regardless. Uh if they trade for Melvin Gordon and they have the money to do it, they might they might get past everybody and compete with the Patriots in the AFC Championship. Make so, a run for a championship. I I would. There's never a time you have the money. There's <coughs> never a time you have the best team. DeAndre Hopkins, or I'm sorry, D'Angelo. Well, I'll get it right. Deshaun Watson is only <laughs> making four hundred thousand dollars a year. Sign Melvin Gordon for two years, right before you have to pay Deshaun Watson because you're going to have to pay him. Yep. And by the time he gets there, it's going to be $45 million a year. Yep. Pay him now. Pay Melvin Gordon now. Make the trade. Get it done. And just fucking roll over, I would argue, the entire NFL. If they sign if they sign him and he's healthy, which he is healthy, but in shape, dude, fucking the yeah. Texans would be retarded. Yeah, run rough shot. They have one of the worst names in the league, but, I mean. I mean, it's whatever. Houston Tech, that's original. You can put an N in there. Well, hold on. Texans used to be a team. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying. Oh. I mean, Houston people are Texans. <laughs> win, win a room. Stereotypically, they are Cowboys, too. There are also a lot of oil people down there. Old riggers. Be They're careful. really hitting that be nail careful. on the head with their team names. Yeah, they know. Texas riggers. Careful. What? <laughs> Texas riggers. Riggers? Yeah, be careful with that one. Yeah, I was going to be real careful with that one. 
Uh, Texans riggers. Yep. Uh, Ooh, that's real careful. Never quit that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that was so. That's all four or yeah, four, four, eight divisions. Yep, that's it. Uh, so we got it now. We just need the damn season to start. Yeah, I know. God damn. Uh, what do we got? We got this week and no, we just got this weekend and then NFL kicks off. So it was ten days. It was ten days. Oh my god. Oh At the my time of this recording, god. ten days. And that's Thursday game. So the Sunday game is going to be obviously the Patriots and the Steelers. Sunday night will be somewhere, and people will be fighting. It'll be a good time. Yes. At uh, I'm going to throw in, go and throw it out. Fuck Sarah. Oh. Yep. Say that when we're done recording. See how that goes down. I will. Not for me. From her. I will. I'm. Not, I'll let her fight her own battles. Fuck Sarah. <laughs> uh, I'll have to ask her if she'll let me play that audio. That night she got oh, yes, that night she yeah. got hammered drunk. Yeah, call me out. Whatever. Chris Boswell is so funny. Uh, well, we're gonna go to the tips guy and watch that game. Yeah, we're gonna move on to our fat five. So we're wrapping up. And we'll go through this. Our we'll fancy football, uh, our fancy football series for fat fives, with arguably the most important fantasy position in all of fantasy football. Yes, it is the most important. The running backs, and this fat five is brought to you by. Lincoln Valley Laser Works. Facebook.com search bar. Lincoln Valley Laser Works for all your custom t-shirt needs. Whether you need one shirt or 100 shirts customized to your liking, Lincoln Valley Laser Works is the place to get it done. <clears throat> so, if you need everybody you know looking fine as fuck with a customized tee that looks the same or that looks exactly how you want it to look, says exactly the way you want it to say, head on down to Facebook. Type in your search bar. Licking Valley Laser Works. Hook up with our friend, Cousin DA, and get your customized t-shirt. Today! Okay, so Fab Five Fantasy Running Backs. I'm going to preface mine with I have one fantasy. I have one of my picks is a fantasy of mine. One of them is a reacher, and two of them are legitimate uh, guys that I think are going to make a major impact. I'll press mine is there's no injuries and no no holdouts. All right. Okay. So I'll start off. My number five fantasy uh, running back, if you need a guy, let's say it's week 10, all your running backs are hurt. You have no you're, doing, oh, you're doing scenarios. I like that. Well, I'm okay. just saying, if, if, if it's week 10, all your running backs are hurt, you can't find one on waiver wire, fucking grab Frank Gore. Who's still playing. Who is still playing football. Where's he with us right now? I think he's in he's Buffalo. He's with us. He is, I think, in Buffalo. So. <laughs> Just get rid of McCoy and let Devil <laughs> let Devin Singletary do uh, second, third downs and let Gore go first, first down every time. Uh, if he, if, if Frank Gore. It's amazing. If Frank Gore ends up like top 30 in fantasy running backs, I'll be so fucking happy. Because he's always producing. It's, somebody was like, uh, earlier I listened to a podcast for the fantasy football focus or whatever, and they were like, yeah, so like Frank Gordon is 36 a year. Like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Because he's been playing that long. Not really, but. Uh, my number five is Joe Mixon. Yeah. The only reason that Joe Mixon is not number one on my list is because he plays for the Bengals. Yeah. He is, besides uh, A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd, and a – Okay, quarterback. Joe Mixon is a workhorse who's going to be one of those people 
that gets probably shat on. He's also on every down back too, which that's is what I'm rare. saying. If he was on any other team, or or on a on a winning team esque, <laughs> yeah, Joe Mixon would I, I would argue be the number one running back. He's a beast. He's fast and he can see vision. He reminds me of Le'Veon Bell, a little bit. Yeah, three years ago, Le'Veon Bell. Um, and he's just he's just a fucking workhorse basically. Yeah. As long oh, as he yeah. says that he's had, which I preface mine, no injuries, no arrest or anything like that. I preface mine on that. <laughs> he is on the Bengals, so he's liable to end up in jail. Well, he was already kind of arrested once. Uh, my number four is Tariq Cohen. If you need flex option, Tariq Cohen is the most valuable flex option in a PPR league, in my opinion. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm with you on that. He helped me in a couple other leagues uh, when people were reaching for other things. It's like, oh. Now, I know that uh, the Bears are in love with their rookie running back, uh, which, you know, that's awesome for them to have a rookie running David back. David Montgomery is going to be good. That's yeah. the reason why they got rid of Jordan Howard in the first place, which he will also do good at the Eagles, too. Yeah. I think it's a that helped everybody on that one. Yeah, I don't, I'm kind of pissed that Jordan Howard slipped and. I didn't grab him. He's somebody number two right now. I can't remember who, who got him. Dave got him. Did he? Yeah. Uh, or Dave or Joe won. But, uh, <coughs> yeah, Tariq Cohen, PPR uh, setting, 12-team league. You need a flex guy. He's a perfect option, in my opinion. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, my number four, David Johnson. Um, The only reason I'm putting him at number four is because he was hurt two years ago. Um, His rookie year, and he got a, he got a contract, too. Big contract. But his rookie year, he he was arguably better than everybody else that's even on my list right now. He was the first person that did all the crap that these guys <laughs> did. And come back from his thumb injury. And he's still in his prime. People forget. like they People think Dave Johnson's old. Like, he's not old. No, like, he's not that old. So, um, he's on my – he's my number four only because he was injured by a thumb for one year. <laughs> Uh, my number three is uh, Dalvin Cook. I love how our lists are going, by the way. Yeah. I'm doing one way. You're doing. All right. Because Dalvin Cook is healthy. Oh, bless his heart. And if anything has been proven, it's this. When Dalvin Cook is healthy, Dalvin Cook is dangerous. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Dangerous. Broke off an 87-yard TD. Uh, was it Saturday in preseason? Oh, yeah. I guess just one all that was dress rehearsal preseason. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So the main game, yeah. yeah. I just so your brother's got Dalvin Cook. He was a lot of Dalvin Cook, basically. Um, for for Nate's or for Nick's benefit, I've wanted Dalvin Cook. It's he is so good. So like, good. I seen him coming out. I wanted him. Like I was like, oh, is there any way the Patriots can get him? Like you know, he's gonna be good. And I would argue that even though he's been uh, hurt, he's had. He's only had two years of his three. Yeah. So you can play it that way. Like he's he's got an extra year on everybody. Yeah. Sort of rest and, and relaxing. Yeah, I'm really high on Dalvin Cook this year to have, I hope he does good. have a breakout year. In real life. Just hope he does phenomenal. Yeah, just yeah. does phenomenal. Fantasy. Actually, no, Sarah's got him in fantasy, so still hope he does good. Uh my number three, and I do and the rest of mine is what I truly believe. My number three is Zeke. Oh. Ezekiel Elliott, um, he's everything that you want in a just a good player, basically. 
Um, and I did say no off off the field issues and stuff. I do think that his regimen of working out and getting fat and not bad, fat and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the only thing I take on. Yeah. And I'm basing this on the team that, that are on, too. So, for that reason, Zeke is my number three. All right. If he plays. If he plays, yeah. If he plays. Uh, my number two is Alvin Kamara. I think Alvin Kamara is, you know what, I, I know he gets the praise that he deserves and all that shit like that, but I don't think he's, I still don't think he gets enough praise for exactly how good he is. The man, when he runs the ball, he runs with with a violent look in his eye. I know there's training that goes on between college and NFL. How did we barely know who he was? No idea. He played for Tennessee, by the way. Really? And we didn't. We barely seen. We seen him on the field, and we were like, "Who's yeah, this guy?" P. Ryan from Florida's better. Like, really? How do we? How did we not see this motherfucker? I don't know. Incredible. He's an incredible running back. Amazing. So I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just do mine right there. Kamara's my number two too. All right. Because like Kamara, in my opinion. Now he has his own backfield, so let's see what happens. I mean, he has Latavius Murray, who I would argue is better than Mark Ingram, but he has his own. It's 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 to me, it's him, Michael Thomas, and Drew Brees. Yep, like that's the new. In my opinion, that's the new best three, big three, I guess you would call in NFL. Yeah. So be anxious to see what they do. Um, but I think his vision. I think he has the best vision in the entire league. By far. I think he's just a brutal runner. He is. And he's not that – I mean, he's big, but he's not that big. He like, just, but he just he, – he just he's, fucking, a, he's a hoss, but, like, he's a stocky hoss. Like, even even if, even if he's uh, splitting one outside, like, if he, if he uh, the whole stuff, so he has to shift to the outside, once he cuts that corner, I would never want to be in his way because he's coming fucking yeah. hard. And not to mention, you got to see the bull fucking ring coming at you hot. Right. Like, he's fucking straight up seven dust, lead singer, <laughs> rocking fucking dreads and a fucking bull ring. Yeah. Like, come at me, bro. Oh, I wish he would take that out. Oh, what? Let him, let it, oh, I like it. I hate I it. I dig it. He's got that there. He's got all the gold in the teeth. I dig it. To be fair, though. He's not Chris Johnson either. I'm not a fan of extracurricular piercings. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. If I had given the chance, I would have done it. No. That's I, obviously our number ones are be clearly I wish, different. I wish Nate was here so we could shit on him for having his tongue pierced. <laughs> our number ones are gonna be super different. So you go ahead. Our number one's Christian McCaffrey. What? <laughs> you serious? This is the best running back in the league. Did I miss? Do you put Bell in there? No. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, he's, uh, not only did he put up stupid numbers last year, uh, he only got stronger in the offseason. He comes in looking like a solid piece of granite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beautiful granite, yeah. Yeah. Comes into the league this year looking like a solid piece of granite with the same head of steam as last year. Dude, he's a goddamn fucking piece of art. Very intelligent. Already saved three people's lives. Whatever. No big Whatever. deal. No big off. deal. No big deal. Um, that's my number one, obviously. We all know. We could talk about it all day. I've had a crush on Run CMC <laughs> for a long time. Um, that yeah, it's not. I had to lift this table because of Corey's fucking wood over. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like he, and not stereotyping, but he's white. I know it kind of feels weird, doesn't it? But he, 
what the last time somebody was decent, Peyton Hillis, that was one year wonder after twelve years in the true Caucasian or was he? Yeah, oh, but that was twelve after seven years in the league or something like that. And it was one year of being good. Yeah, it was one year of in on the Browns and the Ravens signing or vice versa. I can't remember. Uh, No, he was good with the Browns because he was on the cover of Madden. That's right, as a Brown. But like that's 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 a different thing. That's not been a thing before. Yeah, and it's impressive. Oh no, I agree. Usually, like, usually, like when a white running back comes in the league, it's like a guy like Toby Gerhardt. Yeah, and I was like, who uh, dives through the hole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, also it, from the same school, by the way. Right, yeah. but I mean, like, it's a guy that you would want. So Toby Gerhardt would have had a lot more longevity in the league if he'd have packed on 30 more pounds and got a neck roll and been a fullback. He did just lead the league after like two years. Yeah, so I'm saying he would have. I don't know about still being in the league, but he would have had more time in the league and found a good team to call home had he hulked up and become a fullback so i yeah that was his run style i could put i could put kamara and run cmc together as far as elusiveness and vision and both of the i i, I would say christian is more football savvy by like a hair but they're both intelligent enough like i think them two will be the best for the next six years yeah, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I and mean, Zeke, I can look, see it. Zeke's a workhorse, don't get me wrong, but, like, Zeke is not that smart at football. Zeke just knows where to run. He knows I got to run this hole, this hole, this hole, this hole. And he's just a freak athlete. And he's also bigger than both of them. Yeah. So that helps him out, too. But he's AP-esque, built-wise, not speed-wise, but, like, I think Kamara and, and McCaffrey, they're just they're they're a different type of running back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Nice. That was a good fat five. Plus. Some good talk back. All right. I think it's time. We've had a good time. I think it's time that we do that thing we love to do at the end of each episode. I think it's time to draw the mic. I'll go first. I've uh, not been one to say that I'm superstitious, but let me tell you something. I'm superstitious, okay? Uh, many a year ago, uh, I, I was given a gift many moons ago. Yeah, many a year ago, I was given a gift by a friend, uh, and it was a Chipper Jones Atlanta Braves jersey. Okay, very nice. And I loved it, and I wore it, and the Braves sucked ass, and then Chipper Jones retired immediately after I bought it. Okay, like, great, that's awesome. Sucks. Um, a few years back, when when I started making actual adult money and not just survival money. Yeah. I decided, uh, you know what? Uh, all my friends express their fandom for their teams. I'm going to buy a jersey. What do I do? I buy the future of my franchise quarterback's jersey, Andrew Luck. Boom. Season-ending injury. Boom. Season-ending injury. Boom. Season-ending injury. Retired. So I will no longer be buying jerseys. I have kind of the same... Unless I'm thinking about buying a Tom Brady jersey. It doesn't work because the only jersey that I didn't have somebody killed or something was Tom Brady. Oh. And at one time, I did own a Brett Favre jersey, and he pulled his dick out and retired. Nice. I had a Lawrence Maroney jersey, a Ben Jarvis Green Ellis jersey. Cool. And the Gronk jersey was my latest. That's a graveyard of players right there. But I have a Tom Brady uh, alternate jersey that didn't fit. It was. They came at like a four XL, 
So it's a nightgown on me, so I don't wear it ever. But, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I feel you on that. Yep. So, There's a curse. There's a curse. Yep. And then part two of my uh, mic drop came home this weekend on lack of sleep, overeating, and a little bit of drinking, and my voice was fucked up. I think I'm getting a little sick. Uh, but now I guess I have to like get drunk all the time because Sarah said she likes my voice when it's like messed up and shit. She's like, your voice sounds hot when it's fucked up like that. So I guess now I got to just stay in a state of hungover to have my voice fucked up for her. Yeah, Teresa likes mine a little bit more when it sounds like Stone Cold a little bit. Which sucks. It's going to play hell on my damn liver. No. Whiskey or bourbon. Well, liver still has to process it. But don't do it every day. All right, so uh, you done? Oh yeah, I'm done. Mine's a play on uh, Andrew Luck. Tim Green um, was a phenomenal uh, defensive lineman for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, CBS 60 Minutes. Uh, um, they interviewed him in 1996 about some of the conditions that they go through and watching him, you know, beat the shit out of people, like sack some of the greatest quarterbacks like Montana, Marino, and all that stuff. He's been diagnosed with ALS. Uh, he was diagnosed in 2017. Um, they just redid a um, 60 Minutes, redid another interview with him. And it was very tear-jerking. Um, he he has wrote 39 books. Four have been um, – what's what's the list? New York bestseller? Whatever. New the, York the, Times bestseller? Yeah, he said four of them. Um He's wrote a lot of books on uh, a lot of different things. Um, don't really care about that part. Um, I'm sure there there is a lot that are good readers, but watching him do that interview and can barely speak, and but he he so ALS it doesn't take your brain, it takes everything else. Yeah. So as he's trying to get the words out. And then you just see tears drop from him, blah, 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 this, and the other. But then at the same time, like, the old dude asked him, he's like, do you regret anything? He said, no, I never did. He's like, in 96 when I gave you that message, I never did. Now, I never do. And they asked him, he was like, when was the best time of your life? And he says, right now. And the dude's like, but you're, you have LS or ALS and you're going to die. And he's like, but I have everything that I need in front of me. For people to shit on somebody who's been beaten, battered, unfortunately, like Andrew Luck, and to see what the outcome is gonna be for a lot of people, it's 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 kind of sad. Yeah. And I know we 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 talk about it all the time. We don't care. We take my money. You know, go play. Beat your ass. Yeah. Um. I don't think I've ever cried more than I did when watching that story. It was damn unfortunate because you know that he's going to be dead in, two, in a year or something. Yeah. So, like, but it's just quit booing, quit harping on somebody. It's fucking, it's a sport. Don't, don't take that shit so serious. This is somebody else's lives, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, there's always going to be another person, another person that, that take takes over life. your team. Like, we, you've been lucky. I've been lucky. The Packers have been lucky. 20-plus years of great quarterbacks. All right, that's three franchises. Nobody else has been able to do that. Yeah. Calm down, man. You're okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's all going to be fine. Shout out to Tim Green. 
Um, <laughs> go check out some of his shit. I, I read a little bit of it earlier. Man's an intelligent dude. Um, phenomenal guy. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. That was a good episode. Uh, so we wish Andrew Luck the best on his retirement. Uh, probably won't Congrats see on him. your marriage, buddy. Yeah, congrats. I didn't know he got married. Earlier this year. Lucky lady? Maybe. Yeah, he's not gay. Well, I mean, I don't know. He may be a bore, too. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know the guy. She may She's be hot. Like, he did well. Well, I mean, she may be like, hey, what do you think about these colors? And he, like, gives her the red, blue, green breakdown of the color. Like, no, it's, it's a, you know what I'm saying? I see what you're doing. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, hate on the guy. Continue to share the podcast. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends about it. Get them on board. Uh, we were all so pumped for football. Oh, also, uh, uh, all of the major college football teams in Florida suck. We found that out Friday. The best team in Florida is the University of Central Florida. So, by the way, so because uh, Miami and Florida play each other and it was hot mess of garbage. That's all I got to say about that. Um, the worst game ever. Watched. College football officially kicks off this weekend. Super pumped uh, for that. Uh, your boy will be there week one when the University of Kentucky Wildcats take on the Toledo Toledos or the Toledo Rockets. No, the Toledo Holies. Rockets. The Toledo Holies. I see what you're doing there, but the Rockets. Nope, not anymore. Uh, <laughs> so looking forward to college football kicking off. And as always, I uh, thank you now.